and welcome back to another episode of Unsimplified with Simply Sienna. That felt so fake and unnatural. That's not gonna be my intro. I need like a fun catchphrase like, life is not so simple, let's get unsimplified. But something cooler because that sounds lame. So I feel like we have a little introduction to do before we actually delve into what I'm hoping to discuss today. I also have like journaled plenty of ideas of what I want to talk about on here. So I'm excited. I think I have some good ideas. Why did I name this podcast Unsimplified? For some of you, this may be an obvious choice. About a decade ago, I started out on YouTube and when I was making a YouTube channel for myself, I literally, you know, Sienna was a little bit of a unique name for the time and the only thing I could think of was alliteration. So I remember I sat down with a green sticky note and I was brainstorming words that started with S that I could use in conjunction with my name Sienna. So I was like, super Sienna, snazzy Sienna, simply Sienna. And that was my Instagram username that I was like my alternate Instagram account that I hid from everyone at high school because God forbid they found out about my YouTube channel, which is a whole nother story, actually. Ended up with simply Sienna, still my Instagram username. I've been dying to change it for years now, but I cannot think of like a just username so it's it's a very hard identity to grow away from now so moral of the story is that i'm leaning into it and now this podcast is just going to be called unsimplified i'm pretty proud of the cover art i usually am not proud of like graphic design stuff i do but it just feels very me and i have to compliment the photographer candace i worked with her i think this past february very fun photo shoot so she took those photos and edited them for me enough about the podcast name i mostly wanted to start a podcast for the fact that i think i have you know different platforms are for different forms of expression tiktok i'm pretty niched into fashion styling that's pretty much it like thrifting instagram i have a little more freedom on instagram stories but you know, feed is still very heavily curated. So I feel like a podcast will be a good way to give me a voice where I'm not fighting an algorithm like on TikTok. I'm more hoping this is like a creative outlet for me that is like a release. When I start something, I will be dedicated. I'm ready to give you a new episode every week, perhaps twice a week if people really wanna hang out with me. So my idea for just like this general theme of the podcast is like, when I woke up and how I got here. I think most of the stuff and my advice I give will be like self-help oriented and like kind of in conjunction with my spiritual journey that I have gone on. Like I truly only feel like I've gained consciousness like three years ago, which is insane to say because if you asked me at 18 if I was an adult, I would have been like, absolutely. Like I, there's nothing else for me to know in the world. I know everything, thanks babes. Here I am at 24 and I feel less grown up than ever. What really threw me into the self-help journey and spirituality, reading books, journaling, bettering myself was I had to get to a very a very low point before I could then build myself into a better version. So I want to talk about kind of like the most depressed I've ever been and when I realized like I needed to fix things. So in high school I developed a lot of anxiety which I was aware of, I can literally remember the day that I lost like my innocence, like when I realized the world was like not a safe place. That was in middle school. But high school, this anxiety really developed and I, looking back, found myself coping with it by occupying myself 24 seven. So I hated being at home. I always wanted to be hanging out with somebody, 
doing something, being at somebody else's house other than mine, watching YouTube, creating YouTube, editing. I could never ever do nothing. And doing nothing is something I still struggle with, but in a different way. So this only kind of got worse in college where like you don't really have the opportunity to be alone in college. Like freshman year, you're living in a dorm. You're constantly surrounded by people. And I ate that up. I love that. I was like, I love college. This is like healing me in every way. Like I don't feel anxious or depressed anymore because I was just constantly distracted in using partying, making friends, constantly hanging out in other people's rooms as just like a coping mechanism that did not allow my like base thoughts to run through my brain. So junior year of college comes around. This is like 2018. And I had I had been going through a little bit of a rough year emotionally already. I had been through a little bit of a heartbreak and kind of a new boy entered the picture and it was just like a lot of pressure at the beginning of this relationship but I didn't want to get into anything because that next semester 2019 is when I was going abroad in my mind I thought everyone like in the movies you pack up go abroad meet like students in that new country make friends with them meet people on your abroad program from all over the world I was ready to buckle up my bootstraps and dive right in but little did I know that my college traveled as a college and I went to an American school over there so I didn't have the initial branch out that I thought and I had noticed that a lot of groups of friends were traveling together on this abroad trip and I went completely like just by myself assuming I was going to be making friends over there so it was a little bit of rude awakening where I got to a new country and I didn't have any friends and everybody else seemed to have friends and I didn't speak the language so I couldn't make friends with the locals that at first really like put me into a spiral I remember I was just like I I studied abroad in Florence I don't think I mentioned that but I had a very nice apartment I spent a lot of time in there at first just like curtains drawn crying crying on finsta trying to connect with the people back home sometimes i would try to like force myself out of the house and like go on walks i remember there was a time i was like walking over the ponte vecchio and it was just such like a breathtaking view and i started crying in public because i was so angry at myself for not enjoying it why am i not having fun this is once in a lifetime opportunity this is the most beautiful view i've ever seen and i'm still fucking unhappy like, I'm totally alone in this world. Like, I could just disappear. So it, it very just very much became a spiral moment for me. And it took me about two months to settle into my four-month abroad experience before I, like, really made friends and felt comfortable. Once again, wasn't addressing my underlying problems of not addressing my thoughts and just, like, running away from them. When I came back from my abroad experience, I immediately started dating somebody i think we had an enjoyable relationship at first but at the end of the day we didn't really see eye to eye on a lot of things and this breakup was what was like my final straw like i had about a year's worth of depression and anxiety very bad depression anxiety building up on me so we had this breakup early 2020 that was what made me stop and like look in the mirror like reflect inwards and be like what can i do to help myself through that relationship things were still getting harder for me but it was hard for me to address that surface level because my time and attention was devoted to this other person i remember i was gaining weight at this time and not that that's a bad thing i think just like my internal issues were were now coming out 
in the way I was treating myself in the real world, not just like mentally. So I was kind of neglecting myself that way. My anxiety was so bad that I just felt like my life was constantly in a rush where I just couldn't catch a break. Post learning and delving into like spirituality and stuff, I realized how much of this was just like the vibration and frequency that I was at. Like I just, I just would have like strings of, I don't want to say bad luck, but just like things not going my way in the world because I wasn't taking care of myself. Like I would be rushing out the door, hit all the red lights, spill my coffee everywhere, miss the store closing by one minute or something. Like it just seemed like consecutive events that were just forever not working out in my favor. And it really built up a lot of like impatience, rushing, anxiety, not enough time. So this was building throughout that relationship. And then early 2020, we broke up and I had... I had no choice at this time because of the breakup and the pandemic that I literally had no choice but to look right in the mirror and be like, what the fuck am I doing? I have I have linked all the books that are like my favorite in my link tree, if you care. But the first book that I ever read that made me stop dead in my tracks and be like, what the fuck? I'm missing out on a key evolutionary component of life. I'm looking at this book right now. It is called Good Vibes, Good Life by Vex King. And that sounds like a very cheesy title. And I remember even when buying it, I was like, I don't even want to read this in public. This is a cringe title. But that book broke down, like scientifically speaking, of vibrations and frequencies and the law of attraction. Because when people had previously told me about that stuff, it sounded just like made up fake magic shit. But it literally like made it in terms of like the way energy cannot be created or destroyed. The way that anything physical in this realm is just molecules vibrating together. And that is how it is manifesting as a physical form, which is us too. And the way like liquids can seep through clothing, for example. It's the way the molecules, the vibration, it can go through something. It's the same thing with the vibration and molecules of what you're attracting in life. And I made that sound horrible, but this book breaks it down beautifully. And that was the first awakening moment that I had where I was like, I need to read more about this. This is life-changing. I got, I got into The Four Agreements and then I read this series by Jen Sincero, You're a Badass. And then there's like, You're a Badass at Making Money, The Power of Now by Eckhart Tolle. And then I started putting it into action of like journaling, getting all my thoughts out, analyzing why I thought this way, how I can reframe my subconscious because your subconscious is what operates your entire existence a lot of time alone and meditating just opens your eyes up to yourself you learn how you react and it changes the entirety of how you function as a person but because i had not been in contact with many people because it was quarantine in the pandemic the first time i was seeing people after the pandemic we were like in someone's kitchen it was a group of people and we had already been hanging out for like three or four hours i think i had mentioned something about how i felt like i grew a lot over the pandemic all like three or four of them consecutively were like yeah when you stepped out of the room we literally made a comment about like wow sienna's matured so much through the pandemic like we were so astonished in that moment i was like i don't even know how to interpret that I knew I had grown so I was like appreciative of the recognition but I was like what the fuck were you thinking of me before part of the things that you learn in all these books is to not take anything personal and when you learn a lot of these things and have growth like this you tend to kind of lose contact with friends who I had realized they still had a picture and vision of me and how I should fit in their lives that I didn't think I really matched up with anymore like the same 
energy socially that I used to give in college that I still expected from me where I felt very distanced to people that I used to feel close to because maybe we solely bonded through partying in college then or solely bonded through mutual friends, social situations like that that I didn't have anymore. And that was a little bit of a heartbreak to me because I still have a lot of love for those people, but I just can't be as present or as there for some people as I would ideally like to be. I still want to be their friend just at a, at a different distance, you know? And after this major period of growth, like just like if you lost a lot of weight at the gym or something, there's a, a way to maintain things. Like you did the work up front and now you have to like maintain this kind of lifestyle. So there's things that I do every day which I've like slightly talked about on my TikTok or Instagram where I try, I try to meditate every day, I try to journal and read every day, and those are things that for a while I was super, super consistent with. And now I'm like satisfied if I'm doing these things every other day. But they are things that I want as like a foundational backbone to my life because I've realized with my career goals and who I want to be as a person, everything comes back to how I'm functioning in a relationship with myself. Like in order for me to be giving you the best content on TikTok, I need to be taking care of my mental health and my self-love or else I'm not going to be as creative. I'm going to be harder on myself. My content is going to be not as passionate because I'm not being as nice to myself or giving myself enough time to heal, grow, relax, you know? All of this leads me back to the fact, you know, life is just not as simple as it seems. Like there's a lot to break down and that's just kind of what I want to get into. So here's some of my ideas of other episodes and kind of rabbit holes I want to dive down on here. But feel free to message me on Instagram and ask me questions or tell me to talk about whatever because I'm open. But what I have brainstormed personally is I definitely want to read through my past journal entries and like reflect on them. Like it's like a fun story time for me, but it's also like good data. Like let me see the growth. Let's analyze it. I, I also want to do an episode on if you know the book like why men love bitches i want to do an episode about like things that i'll never do again involving men and like lessons that i have learned and things that i will and will not do going forward another episode i'm envisioning of like what happens after you graduate college because i remember going through such an identity crisis identity in general and involving social media is another huge rabbit hole i could go down um i want to do so ha for a while now, just a couple of years, I've been doing $5 Etsy psychic readings for fun. They're cheap and I usually do two at a time because I compare them because I can't just believe one. I need, I need a good like variable pool. I definitely could do a less fun but more like businessy side of how I started my business and my TikTok and just like growing the social media career that I've grown this far. And I would low-key not recommend somebody doing this unless you have more money and followers than me, but I'm already too deep into it now and I don't want to get a 9 to 5, so I'm kind of committed into making this work, but that could be a whole episode. Oh, this could be fun too. Moments from my childhood that I think shaped me. A lot of these are very formative moments, but also just like funny memories. I think I would do that with like my childhood best friends, Megan and Elise. It'd be them. And they're super, super funny. I would love to have them on. 
Yeah, so no one steal my ideas because I just told you them all, but I'm sure more will come through time. If you are literally listening to this, like I'm sitting in my room right now and I'm like, no one's fucking listening to this. So if you're listening to this, I appreciate you more than you know. And I absolutely am begging you for any feedback or topics that you want to hear from me. All right, since this episode was me talking about nothing and everything at the same time, I'm going to close out the episode with some questions you guys asked me on Instagram. Top three songs, books, meals, drinks, clothing items at the moment. That is a loaded question. Top three songs. If you have paid a lick of an attention to me on Instagram, you know I am a diehard fangirl of Bozzy. I could cry thinking about him. I love him so much. Yeah, I love Bozzy. So my number one favorite Bozzy song of all time is tied between Sober and BRB. That will always be number one. Or number two, kind of like the song Under the Influence by Chris Brown right now. I know Chris Brown is trash, but I love a good dancing song, and that's a dancing song. I was, like, into Skyline by Khalid for a minute, but I heard that, like, in a department store, so now I, like, am liking it less. I'm reading some- oh, Tracking Wonder. That's what I'm reading. Tracking Wonder. Can't see the author. It's an orange cover. I really like it because it's about kind of, like, taking yourself out of, like, a corporate mindset or, like, a success-driven mindset and kind of guiding yourself through intuition and creative wonder and how to incite and inspire yourself again when you're just so caught up in, like, the monetization of it. I also just bought The Defining Decade, which I'm sure you've heard of, and people say a lot of great things about it. I have not read it yet. Oh, I also am reading the book I Didn't Do the Thing Today. Um, That book is about kind of the same thing. Stop pressuring yourself so much about success and and being productive because we live in like a society that values productivity and how much you can get out of somebody. It's a great thing to read when I once again am getting like too caught up in success and whatnot. Meals had a fixation on soup. And I also keep making this toast, which is like kind of disgusting, but I love it, okay? It's like whole wheat bread or something, like super bread or something from Trader Joe's. And then don't question me, but cottage cheese, okay, from Trader Joe's is a wonderful source of protein and it doesn't really taste like much. So just like shove down your throat for the protein gains. You sprinkle dill on it and then put sliced cucumbers on the top and then like top it with salt and pepper. I also think like a red onion would be great on that. I haven't tried red onion yet, but I love that toast in the morning because it's very quick to make. Your account slash style has motivated me to step out of the box with my fashion choices. Thank you so much. Those comments like literally mean more to me than you know. And I like try to get creative with my responses and thanking different people who say that to me. But I just like can't properly convey like how fulfilling and exciting that is to hear. So like just thank you. Thank you guys for saying those things. That's pretty much all the questions I can truly dive into on here. I can do a more Q&A oriented podcast in the future. But I think that's all I have for you. I'm nervous. I, I really hope you like this episode enough to just come back and give me another chance. And in the meantime, I will see you on Instagram, TikTok. Oh my god, YouTube. I'm revving up the YouTube again. Go check out my YouTube videos. Sienna Filippi is my username. And until next time. Live life unsimplified. I was going to do a kiss noise, but I was like, I don't want to do that into the microphone. Okay, I guess that wasn't so bad.